When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey there, do you enjoy two friends ranting about things they love? Well do I have a podcast for you. Topical Rants is a podcast about two guys who rant about anime, pop culture, or whatever else pop up in their minds. Topical Rants, found everywhere you get your podcasts. Hello Wanderers. Before we get into today's episode we wanted to let you guys know about a few things. First, we have a community Discord server, where you can interact with other lovers of the backrooms, share awesome memes, and more. Next, we finally opened a merch shop. We're very excited to embark on this new step for the podcast, so go on over and give it a look. And lastly, we're always looking for feedback on the podcast, so if there are any suggestions on what you'd like for us to cover, please shoot us a message. P.S. Thanks for all the short stories you guys have been sending. We enjoy reading what you guys send, so please keep it up. We'll be leaving a link to the Discord as well as the merch store in the show descriptions, so with that short message out of the way, let's return to the episode. Hello everyone! And welcome back to the Traveler's Guide to the Backrooms, where we try to go over and explain the lore of the many levels and entities within. My name is Sharp A3, an MEG AI processing system, and today, we'll be going over the origins of the MEG in the perspective of one of its overseers. So, I hope you're ready for a history lesson, because today, we'll be diving deep into the birth of the MEG. The audio log begins as followed. You know, as a kid, I always like to explore. I dreamed of it every night I went to sleep. I guess that's what you get when you have a desire for too long. Curiosity killed the cat. I learned that the hard way. This is how we founded the M. E. G. And how we are all here today. It all started when I was a kid, back before the backrooms. Just me and my family in our home. I, I had a big house when I was a kid. My bedroom was full of toys and everything of that nature, and even as I got older I didn't want to get rid of them. There were many halls to the place and it was generally somewhere you'd get lost in. I would also head out back and explore the wide area of land we owned. Forests, lakes and the midnight sky. It was fun and immersed me with the mysteries of nature. You'll never know what nature and life gives you. There was this one area in my house, a large basement. This place was a large series of empty halls and rooms that were unfinished. As big as it was and how small I was at the time, I would get lost in there, 
playing around and exploring new lands. I would always imagine it to be a tomb in the middle of the desert or jungle, exploring the new mysteries ahead and find treasure with a group of people for an expedition. Even my sister would play with me from time to time. My parents would usually find me down here and bring me up for dinner and eventually bed. I had a skylight at the top of my room and I would look at all of the stars and start dreaming of exploring space. Eventually, the warm layers of the blankets full of stars would finally get to me, and I fell asleep, preparing for a new adventure tomorrow, dreaming of making the discoveries no one had before. I was a spoiled kid with a rich family at first, but that never lasted long. Eventually our money went down the drain due to our business shutting down. When I got old enough to save up, I couldn't get my own house. They were never able to give me anything to help, and I never moved out. I wasn't even the age to do such things anyways. My father would always tell me, it's hard work that creates success. In that sense he's right. Although I never got a job especially with the reputation of the business. It was hard for me. All of those dreams of exploration, and potentially finding something big went to waste. I, I I can't remember why the business went down. How? School was an interesting experience. Due to the date of my birth, I was placed in a grade lower than I was supposed to be. I got through it all because I already knew most of it. However, it did make me new friends, friends that I will be stuck with for life. Even down here. They were my expedition group. I told them that as a kid, and it still held true. I was the leader of the group, and I acted like it. I'd be a little hard to deal with, but I think that can be forgiven since we were just kids after all. I would always protect other kids from bullying, and other things like that, I was pretty popular for my time there. Although I still have flaws. Always have. I don't show them but. No one's perfect. Well, anywho, we all played in the playground exploring new lands, and meeting new friends too. Some didn't stick around with us for long, which was obvious. This would lead me into meeting the love of my life. Michaela. She's still out there. Back home. I always pray for her to be safe and I hope to see her again when I escape this place. She was always there for me. Worried for me when I wasn't feeling right, or lost. I hope I wasn't forgotten about. Soon my parents went on a camping trip. Not too far from our home. They offered me to tag along, and I accepted the offer. It was 2012, I was 16 and we were going to be there for a week. The place itself was old World War II era battlefield. A lot of relics were left behind to rot and decay, a lot of history lies here. It was fun and brought me back to my childhood full of exploration. Fishing, hiking, sitting around the campfire with my family and friends telling the wildest stories we could come up with. I brought my group there too, Andrew, Reed, Jessica, and Michaela. I wish I never brought them down here. I wish this never happened. All of us do. But, we can't let this bring us down. Sigh. Well. A few days passed, and Catherine, my sister, went to go out into the forest. It was around 6 p.m. and it was getting dark. The sun was setting. I wanted her to be safe, since bears were reported around this area. As I saw her walking away, I told her to wait up, and eventually reached her. I told her that it was getting dark, and she told me the legend about World War II-era treasure being buried here in this forest. It gave me an adrenaline trip. I needed to know where this treasure was. We walked for around 20 minutes until, something shook the bushes to the side of us, we were scared. My mind was flowing with all kinds of thoughts. Bears? Deer? 
Wolves? I was prepared to take Catherine's hand and run. When I looked back, I saw that it was our friends. Andrew, Reed and Jess to be exact. I sighed on relief to what had just happened. They explained that they were worried for us and went out to find us. I asked where Michaela was and they replied that she was cooking a meal for us back at camp. I wonder what she was cooking? Her cooking was always amazing. We went to walk back and look around at the trees and bushes. It was a beautiful place, but we noticed something was off. We weren't getting any closer. The smoke from our campfire was in the distance still, it never got closer. It seemed like the forest never ended. And that's when Andrew said something that I will always remember. Where's Reed? Dot that one single line, and everything that was going on left a mark on my memory. I was terrified. We went searching for him, and I was rambling on about what might happen. My way of thinking was broken. And then I saw it. A glowing smile of sharp teeth in the distance. Staring at us. I was scared. But I was filled with anger. I, I don't know why I was. Why was I? I can't remember, but. All of these questions floated around my mind. Did it take Reed from us? I was furious. I ran towards the thing with a branch, ready to attack it. I wasn't thinking straight, and I know I shouldn't have done that. Catherine was chasing after me, yelling to come back, crying. She wanted me to be safe. Just as confused as all of us. That's when I heard Jess scream, I turned around and saw my sister. Fall through the floor. Like nothing was there. I stopped in my tracks and ran back and tried to dig my way through. Ripping all of the grass and dirt until Andrew pulled me away and said to my face, we need to go, now. We ran away, I couldn't see from the tears in my eyes. And, that's when we reached a dead end, a mountain in the front of the pathway. With a door on it. Having no choice, we opened it and ran inside, all of us. It, was just like our basement. A series of empty halls and rooms. The endless hell of the repetitive mono-yellow walls. I never wanted to be here, none of us wanted this. I heard the screams of Catherine nearby. We ran to her and found her, cradled in a fetal position, crying. It was too much for all of us. We all sat there, holding her. Someone was coming from a corner of a hall, it was Reed. We all ran to him but. He was unresponsive, he was. He looked shocked, didn't want to talk, didn't want to do anything, just wanted to sit there and think. We couldn't think. The endless buzz noise was stuck in our minds. We are here. Together. Lost. I got what I wished for. A discovery, no one has ever made. Something so unbelievable and unknown, and yet so amazing. We wandered for days. Never gotten drained of hunger and thirst. Sleep either. Never leaving each other alone. We soon found other human-made objects, we knew we weren't alone in here. Were we ever alone? I never thought we were anyways. We soon heard screaming nearby. When we went to investigate, we saw a large, pale humanoid entity, that became known as Entity 10, or Skin Stealers. We tried to attack it, as it got a grip on the left leg of a girl we'd never knew before. We went and attacked it with what we had. Reed found a crowbar two days earlier. He whacked the head of the entity as me and Andrew held the arms behind it, so that Reed can take as many blows to the thing as possible. The thing was screaming, and was so strong it threw Andrew across the hall with its right arm. It then whacked me in the face, and I went out for a few seconds, before getting back up again. Reed was getting attacked and then the thing knocked Reed across the hall too. 
His crowbar flew over to me, as I was getting up. Jess went to attack it and jumped onto the top of it, punching from above, it then threw her off of itself. The entity was limping over to the girl, Reed did a number on the thing. I noticed something exposed on it, like a weak spot. Right before it could do anything to the girl, I went and stabbed it in the back where that spot was with the crowbar. It froze, and then fell. It was gone. We did it. I asked the girl if she was okay, she looked at me worried, and then smiled in relief, and said, why yes. I am. Thank you. I looked back to see if the rest were okay, Reed got up just fine. Andrew still was knocked out, but Reed and Jess checked to see if he'll be okay and said he'll be fine. We asked the girl her name, and she replied, Megan. My name is Megan. We then asked if she would like to tag along with our little group, and she gladly accepted it. We then continued on with our journey. We had many encounters, saved many people and meet many groups. A lot had happened. After all of those experiences, a week later we were attacked by Entity 3, a Smiler. We had two more people than last time, Jack and Randy. We attacked it, this time we all had some sort of weapon. It had claws, and a body, we couldn't see it. It was more powerful than us, it bit Jess in the arm, and Andrew got slashed. Luckily they both survived. We took it down by Randy, distracting it with a light, and shining it on Catherine, while she distracted it, it looked back, and he threw the flashlight past Catherine, which the smiler then chased the light, and we all ran away from it. We ran up on a body it must have been its lunch since it was close by, and the smiler had blood on its teeth. We sat there, in shock of the man that was once alive. We were questioning what if this happened to us. I looked around and saw their downtrodden faces. Lost in despair and paranoia. Asking questions of what could happen to them. As I looked around I knew this wouldn't do. They needed a pick-me-up. Something to encourage them, so I stood up, and started speaking. Look, there is a lot of people down here, like a lot. I don't know about any of you guys but these people need help. We need help. Many people probably had the same fate as this man. If we are truly stuck down here, why not make it safer? Why not discover all of the mysteries we have to unfold? Why sit here, when we can be saving hundreds, if not, thousands of people? I know it sounds like a hard task but come on. I created our friendships out of the exploration of our old school playground. Reed, Jess, Andrew. You guys been with me for as long as I can remember. Look at what we did, Megan, Randy, Jack, we saved you guys. If we can do that, we can save many more. As a kid I would always dream of exploring and finding the greatest thing no one has discovered before. Because all of my life I always believe that in the darkest corners there is always a light, we just need to follow it. We are their glimmer of hope. From this, the MEG was born. If it wasn't obvious, I am Overseer A, or Stretch. Leader of the MEG Overseers. After nine years of exploration, discoveries, and courage, we have became the largest group in the backrooms. With many teams by our side. We have, and we will continue to make the backrooms safe for all wanderers, and eventually find an escape. Exploration of the unknown is in our roots. We are the glimmer of hope. We are the MEG, we will keep you safe. End log. Closing words. So, that was the founding of the MEG, as told by Stretch himself. Did this shine a different light on the MEG for you? What do you guys think about this tale from the backrooms? Would you like to hear more tales in the future? We would love to hear what you guys think. 
that's going to be all from us today, so thanks for listening and we hope to see you guys in the next episode. Until next time, have a wonderful day, and be safe out there. I would like to say a very special thank you to our wanderers over at Patreon, Ridiculous, Izzy Klein, Caleb Hills, Zephyr the Cast Iron Crow, Velmexoro, Nathan Gear, Anakin Bumgardner, Sushi Penguini, Cullen Shaughnessy, Stephen Conger, my friends call me PK, Jeff Nordley, Slim Steven, That One Random Guy, The Good Diamond, Undead, World Ray, Lee, and Malamanon. Thank you all for going that extra step to support us and what we do. It's greatly appreciated. If you would also like to get your name shouted out at the end of the episode, get access to episodes earlier, and other perks, go become a patron on our Patreon. For $1 a month, you can do those things and more. Thanks again for listening, and have a wonderful day. Thank you.